podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We put this festival on, you bastards, with a lot of love. We worked for one year for you pigs. And you want to break our walls down? And you want to destroy it? Well, you go to hell. Welcome to the Fatback Four. Um, Gav here, your host, Grizz, and check out his jumper, it's unreal. Uh, Matt, um, who's really, really hot at the minute. I don't know whether it's just the weather or he's going through the change. And Ian, who's just fading away before our very eyes every single week. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, right, let's get into it. Uh, first things first, we're not going to start with football. We're going to start with the Fatback Four Challenge. We forgot to give it to you last week, um, so we're going to give it to you now. Um, we've about four weeks left, I think. Um, actually, four weeks, just under four weeks. And we are trying hard. You know we're trying hard. We, we keep telling you that, but we're telling the truth. Um, I asked Matt to do all the calculations for us to see where we are. I think the last time we checked, we were about £43 down. Um, so let's see where we are now. Um, Matt, what are we at? What have we got? Nice. Nice, nice, nice. What have we got? Hold on a sec. So, <clears throat> biggest loser this week is uh, Gavlar. Thank you. Who has lost a pound? Four pounds. <laughs> Good four stuff. pound. He is down. Doing very well. Um, so overall, the biggest loser is Ian. So far, twenty-three pound. Yes. Gav has lost thirteen. I've lost eight. Not too bad, considering I was pretty oh, no good anyway. Not your excuses. <laughs> and Grizz has put on five stone. So. <laughs> there we go. We've got it. Uh, We're making up for it. Give the real figures, cunt face. Four and a half stone. <laughs> what what are we down combined yeah. between the four? Uh, Gr- Grizz is down nine stone. Nine pound. Nine pound. So, um... Biggest percentage is Ian, really. Overall, we're down £55, so we've got 45 of a month to go. Final push. This is the hard bit. Yeah, this is the hard bit. I'm doing another £20, me. I'm going going beast mode next week. You've all seen me. I'm smashing it. Well, you've seen how much I've been putting loads of exercise in, but I've been eating shit, so I'm I'm smashing it next week. Proper. I'm not even messing. I had a fucking kale salad today. Yeah. Kale, mango, and oh, pine nuts. Disgusting. It was vile, mate. Absolutely vile. I'm um, saying it's disgusting, like you know, as if I've had it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, just, it just sounds disgusting to you. Um, right, so fifty-five pound. Four weeks to go. Whew. Ian reckon he's doing another twenty pounds. So that puts us at seventy-five. With between. Uh, don't hang your hat on that, though. I, I'm full of these bold statements all the time. Right, so basically what we're going to do is we're going to go as hard as we can for four weeks and see how close and beyond this £100 we can get. Yeah? All right, we've all yeah. agreed on that. Um, all the hay is a charity. Um, it's I can get pin- another £9, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the hay is our charity. All the hay children's hospital is our charity. Um, it's actually been in the news this week for... Most people that are watching would, would know what, why it was in the news this week, but it does incredible work for kids. Um, that's who it's for. All, every single penny will be going to all the hay. So look up the Trippers uh, timeline, the pin tweet. You'll see it there. Um, you can click on that and donate. You can also just go to justgiving.com and type in FB4. It will come up. It'll actually show us Matthew's challenge because Matt just thinks it's his and uh, we're just following along with him. But uh, no, that's that's where it's gone to. So if anyone out there, you, you have friends, family, anyone, Liverpool fans, it could be fans of any other club in world football, if anyone just wants to give a couple of, couple of quid and we'll we keep going. We're over our initial target, but that's not good enough. We're going to keep going. So anyone watching now, get on it. Um, donate a few quid and keep going. Um, another topic I want to touch on before we go on to the football is Sean Cox. Sean Cox was at the game last uh, Tuesday night. Um, he was outside Anfield. He was attacked by Roma fans. He was 
badly, badly injured. Um, there's also a go for me for him as well. Um, I think again you can go on. I think it's a go for me rather than like just given. But you can go online there. You'll find it all over Liverpool Twitter as well if people want to donate to that for his medical expenses. Um, at, as as of now, I think Sean is still in an in induced coma. They're going to try wake him tomorrow. Is the latest I know of it after just checking a couple of minutes ago. But he's a, he's a fella from Ireland, um, not far from where I live, and he should. No one should go a game and and have that happen to him. It's as simple as that. So, but the four of us, I'll speak on behalf of the four of us when I say we we um, and everyone in the day trippers as well, um, that we wish him all the best and we hope them. You know, he makes a full recovery from this and is back watching Liverpool games as soon as possible. Um, right, on to football. Um, we're going to touch on Stoke. Not for too long. Um, Grizz, I'll come to you first. Uh, changes again. Um, the squad was used. A nil-all draw. And I'm going to be honest with you, with 10 minutes to go, I was taking the draw because I just thought, let's just go to Brighton now and get the three points. But... Was it a surprising result for you? Or what did you make of it? Because I, I found it very fucking annoying again, as usual. Go on. Flat. I think the best way to describe it was pretty flat. After the Lord Mayor's show, uh, Wednesday, was it Wednesday or Tuesday? Was Wednesday. was mad, wasn't it? Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, no, Tuesday. Pick your point. Tuesday was mad. Um, I think sometimes we do underestimate how much... Uh, energy, not only physical but emotional energy, it does take out of players. You know, they they are human at the end of the day. Also, it's it's all well and good saying that you know, oh, it's um, it's Stoke. We've got to put focus on Stoke. It's the game that sort of you know we're playing right now. We can't think about Roma, but there's no way those players out there that know that they're going to the ones that knew that they're going to be playing on Wednesday as well didn't have sort of an eye on Wednesday it's difficult I mean it's it's all ifs and buts isn't it but Salah puts that away like he's been doing with his eyes closed that chance in the first five ten minutes or wherever it was it's it's we're 1-0 up and we're, we're off and running Stoke were fighting for their uh, lives Paul Lambert's got this fucking annoyingly brilliant record hasn't he against us where he's unbeaten I think he's unbeaten as a manager and as a player I didn't know that so um all in all, I just, again, I just didn't want any injuries. Main thing, I know that sounds like sort of, you know, but it's true. I, I just didn't want any major injuries. And every time one of our players went down, like Henderson or Salah or anything, or I just I just sort of, you know, cringed. But look, um, we could have done with the three points. It was frustrating, mad frustrating. But, you know, it's in our hands. And that's the best, and that's the best uh, position to be in when it's in your own hands. Yes, we could have done with the three points and resting a couple of players, but um, off to Roma. Yeah, a couple of comments here, Grizz. Um, I was going to say complimenting your shoulder pads and your elbow pads, but um, show us your elbow pads, will you? Why do I need to show you my elbow pads? Show them, not moving on. Fucking show them. He's a modern-day Victor Meldrew. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Another couple of people are saying um, you've sent out a mysterious t- tweet there. Are you going to put people out of misery? I'll come back to you on that. Matt, um, nil all draw v Stoke. Two games, two league games to go. Three points required to make sure of it or any sort of result against Chelsea. I think that does, does it as well. Um <laughs> Are you are you are you bothered over this? Were you bothered over the results, the performance, anything about it? Ah, uh, it, it, it's annoying. No one can say it isn't annoying. Like, but we all know the squad is shit. Like, it's it's not revolutionary to come out and suddenly say now that the squad is shit. We've been playing with a team the whole season, basically. Um, the only reason we're in this situation and not being able to tie up the league early is because we're overachieving in the Champions League, basically. If we got knocked down in the quarters, we would have top floor, top four tied up by now. Easy. The fact that we are overachieving in the Champions League means we have to use the squad because we've got a very important game coming up on Wednesday, one of the biggest games in the last five years. So I'm, I'm fine with him using the squad. Um, obviously, I'm not fine with the squad how it is. I want it to be better. But we've got to remember... I, I don't know what he's laughing at. Go on. <laughs> just, just sneak in. Just throw in big letters. Elbow pads. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> we've got to remember, 
like, I think we're all forgetting here. Klopp is still fairly early on in his project. It's a five-year project. Do you know what I mean? We didn't expect to be pushing up the league until next season at the earliest. Uh, maybe the season after, but next season we, we should be there or thereabouts. Fuck so, off, Ian. The fact that... Don't point that out as quiz. Go on, Matt. Sorry. I'm saying the fact that we have we've got injuries now and we have to rely on bit part players. Then like these aren't even our replacement players. These are the replacement replacements because we've got a lot of injuries. So no, I'm not I'm not annoyed that we've gone on to draw this game. Shit happens. We've got more important things to worry about at the moment. I reckon we'll get top four. I still reckon Chelsea will drop points points outside of our game, and I think we'll get it. All right. Ian, um, are you with Matt on this? It's just one of those games. You take the point, you move on. It's still in your hands. Um, regardless of what we do against Chelsea, it's in our hands on the last day of the season. Uh, pretty much. I mean, when obviously... You don't want to draw 0-0 against Stoke. I've been to Anfield, and the last two times I've been to watch Liverpool, Stoke or Anfield, has been 0-0. They're just, a, I'll be glad to see the back of them, do you know what I mean? They're a horrible, horrible side. Even when they've changed manager, it's just the same. It's in the DNA to be vile, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, I was pissed off. I was more pissed off that I was watching it on some Ukrainian's laptop at an angle like that on Periscope. It was fucking pathetic. He was lying down on his bed, was he? It's <laughs> on some Ukrainian's laptop, man. On, on, it was pathetic. So that that done me a bit more. Matt's right though. People people were all kicking off there at the end of the game. You just gotta look the sometimes you've got to take yourself out of the moment and look at the bigger picture. Do you know what I mean? We we're we're on the verge of something out of this world, do you know what I mean? We've scored we haven't scored less than five goals against any side we've played in the Champions League. That's where all our energy is focused at the moment, and, it, and it's showing. It shouldn't be the way. It shouldn't be the case, but it's understandable why it's the case. Do you know what I mean? So, move on. If it comes down to last game of the season, we've got to beat Brighton. We'll beat Brighton. I mean, Chelsea aren't closing a fifteen or fourteen goal gap. So, I'm not asked. It's it's all about the European Reds. Yeah. Um... And Chris's arm pads. <laughs> Um, am I disappointed over yesterday? Yes. Um, I always am when we don't win. Am, oh, I, go. am I surprised? No, not really. Um, I don't think any of the players outside are probably 11 or 12 can be trusted. Um, so, yeah, we, we've no choice but to move on. Um, but we better be full strength against Brighton because I don't trust them players going to do it against Brighton either. So, uh, can we just you know, mention... The, the horrendous non-penalty appeal again. Yeah, I'm going to get like, to that. I'm going to get to that, yeah. Um, it's like it's a conspiracy. Well, I, I, I'm going to come back to you on the penalty now. Um, but for me, it's a game... We shouldn't even... That game yesterday shouldn't have mattered if we'd have done our job in, in weeks previous, West Brom and Everton. Um, I, I keep saying it. And people will keep disagreeing with me, and that's all right, because I actually enjoy the argument. Um, but... Yeah, the, the one, uh, the Salah miss is probably a talking point in it. We control most of the game. They had one or two yeah, half chances, but the big thing that came out of it was the penalty. Ian, I will go back to you first because you, you shared with it. Um, that is a terrible decision. And for the simple reason is it's right on line with the linesman. He sees the distance between both players. The arm is clearly out. And if he doesn't put his arm out there, Moreno taps the ball in the net and it's 1-0. Um and it was on it was on Twitter earlier, um, and the guy's name completely escapes me now. But he was making points about rugby league referees and, and the way they go on, rugby union referees and the way they go on. But these lads just seem to make these decisions now, and that's it. You know, fuck it. You know, what, what are you going to do about it? It was a horrendous decision, and his reaction to Wijnaldum after it as well was a real case of, yeah, what are you going to do? I'll make the fucking decision, go fuck yourself. Um we're going to just keep talking about this, aren't we, until VAR, VAR as Chris calls it, um, comes in and comes in fully. Yeah, unfortunately we are. There's, there's obviously teething problems with VAR. I think it made a, a balls up in the Juve game last night as, as well, and it, it's extending the game. So they need to work on the on the efficiency of it. But I'd rather a game ran eight minutes over and got all the decisions right than cost a side a Champions League place or a, or a side in the Premier League or a, or a cup or whatever because they've got it wrong when there's 
technology there to get it right. Do you mean there's no point just going on about it loads and loads? The, uh, for some reason, they're not pushing it as much. I think it's because the, it, it will just show the ineptitude of the referees and, and stuff like that. But they should be looking at it as a positive. If they use VAR, then it, it's a it's a help to them and not a hindrance. Do you know what I mean? But fucked a lot of them. That uh, who was it? The ball was it? Peters was it? Yeah, Peters, the left back. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 he's got naked pictures of that referee's wife or something because he he, he was unbookable. He, he was just getting away with all kinds all game. It was just he was just horrible grok. Do you know what I mean? And the ref wouldn't do anything about it. So and it's I, how he carried I, on. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was at the end. Jurgen Klopp refused to shake that matter in his hand. And you know what? It comes across as petulant, and in the cold light of day, it probably is. But I can fully understand why not. He hasn't no, done his job. Now, that angle, it looked like he didn't shake Mariner's hand. He shook Mariner's, he didn't shake the linesman, uh, the linesman who didn't give the penalty his hand. No. Yeah. Well, do you know what I mean? Either or, like, yeah. I wouldn't have shook any of their hands because they're all pricks. But I didn't actually see the game, but didn't someone punch Ings? No, that, that was, was last week, That was West Brom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This week, basically, this week. Sorry, Gav, just going to jump in there, but this week was this week was assault salad day. Yeah, okay. I mean, sad. I mean, uh, you've never you... assaulted a salad in your life, you lying <laughs> bastard. <laughs> he was honestly what that like, he's what <laughs> Ian's referring to. <laughs> Eric Peters, or whatever his name is, he was horrible, and with the penalty decision, shall I tell you what? Got me irritated and angry more than just that penalty decision. Just a few days earlier, a, a, a penalty is given against us in the Champions League when Milner sort of is a judge to handball it. And if you look at the two incidents, right, I think it's fair to say that the more obvious one was the Stoke one. So that just fucking riled me up even more. But generally, I knew Lambert's going to... In the papers in the day before, the Lambert was coming out and saying, look, if Salah thinks he's going to have an easy ride, blah, 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 blah. Now, it was... I mean, and Klopp's come out and said, look, we've played physical teams. Who gives a shit? But there's rules in place. And those rules weren't adhered to. Because he was just all over Salah, all fucking game. And not only that, even Zuma was up sort of fucking whoever's arse and, and Shawcross, that fucking other wanker, who's not even, you know, he's, he's like John Terry, but without being good. You know, at least John Terry was a gock, but he was fucking good. But Ryan Shawcross fucking makes me sick. And all three, <laughs> he does, he does. They were a horrible team. And a horrible, horrible He's got a manager. fucking nose, hasn't he? I can't, I can't. I like him. As Ian says, are they going to get relegated, Les? They are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they yeah, so they so they had to win. People were fucking coming out and saying that oh Stoke are going to come out and attack us because they got to win. Bollocks! That's what shows you how nasty that club is. They didn't give a shit about their Premier League status. They just wanted to go, 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 go and get a point and rough up Liverpool players before a Champions League game. Vile I, mean, I usually I usually favour the defenders like on handballs and stuff like that. If the hands down by the side, then I don't usually give it. Um, if he's not moving out or moving it towards the ball, uh, but that yeah. 100 percent penalty. It's, hand, it's, it's just he's just got it wrong. He's, he's just playing wrong, and that this is what annoys most people. I think about refs because it's not just like us. We seem to get a lot of them, but we probably don't watch the, the amount of games of the other teams that that uh, their supporters do. But it is everyone. Everyone gets bad decisions, and it's, it's just fucking. It's killing the game every week. There's another ref being talked about, and I, I think they should come out at the end and have an interview, and they should have questions put to them. And I want, I want to know why he didn't give that. Did he not see it? Or because the linesman's in the perfect place, the ball's coming from where the linesman's standing, so it's going in his view. But yeah, I want to know all, why all he didn't give it. All the linesman says there, all the linesman says is it did hit his hand, but I don't think he could get out the way. That's all he'll say. It'll just it'll be a, a, a nondescript explanation. Yeah, but watching watching the the incident, his, his arm is down by his side as the ball is, is struck, and then it comes out. No, it comes. He moves it out there. Oh, it's no, a pen. It's a pen all day. But I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. They'll just. They'll just hold the party line, so to speak. They'll just say, like, they'll have a line, a, a, like a page of answers for certain questions, and they'll just say that, like. Yeah, no, because um, like. Sure, but surely it, Steven, you can't just Steven, say that because his arms about a foot away from him. Yeah, no, it's, it's so not he, an just get caught up on it. It's, it's not. It's, but, it's you know what there. I'm saying is, he will say. In my opinion, it was unintentional, and then there's not. You can't disapprove. You can't disprove what he what. That he thought yeah, it that, doesn't matter about I mean? intention though. If you ball, if your hands uh, not by your Listen, side, if it's I'm in not, an unnatural it's, it's position. It's hundred percent pen, hundred percent. But I'm just yeah. saying what he would say if he was asked that question. Yeah, as I said, 
what what makes it worse is the arrogance and nonchalance that they wave it away with. That Martin was Martin, Martin Atkinson? No, Mariner. It was Mariner this week and when he was appointed, I said, "Oh fuck!" Even in midweek, I tweeted, "Just when you know, just when we think we might get a decent referee, because we've had it seems like we've had one shit referee after another." They're very hard to come by, Chris. We have, this we have guy, such a pricks. They're just basically so little twats in school. Matt, never the game, he was and now arrogant. they're getting the back. All game, he was arrogant and waving players away, like he actually like like school kids, like you know, shoo shoo, go away. This is where I want VAR. To come in and fucking humble some of these <laughs> arrogant cunts. Honestly, I want, I want, I want some of these decisions to be overturned. Do you know, like when the, I know, I know, not the same, but in cricket, when the when the referee overturns the decision, when it goes, to, and then and the umpire sort of has to sort of admit it's a mistake. You know, I want some of these refs to, you know, being made to admit some of their mistakes because it's awful. Same but, accountability. Well, to, to be honest, um, you know, Stephen Kingsbury on, on Periscope here says that. VAR is not completely needed. It's better standards of referees and, and assistance we need. Um, best to look at that, Stephen. You'd be all day. You'd, you'd, be, you'd be more than all day looking for better standards of referees because they're just do, not do there. Do you know what? Um, the, game's been, the game's been going for, I don't know, 100, 125 years, whatever, or eight years if you're a Man City fan. Why, why is refereeing getting worse if, if not better do you know what I mean so something needs to change in the system so I'm all for technology me I don't see the problem in it well you see the thing is um, you know people are saying like I think it was Matt said there you should come out afterwards and do an interview and stuff like that you can actually have that in game and all that takes for him is to go around with a, a small headset on him a decision is made like you see in rugby union the, 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 a decision happens or an incident happens he presses a button on, which is on his hip you know and he says I, I don't know what the story is there. I need to go to you. What do you think? And you hear the conversation between the two people. The decision is made and it's done. Then it's really transparent because he, A, he said he's not sure. B, he's said why he's not sure. C, he's gone to somebody. And D, you've heard the conversation. It's transparent. And then it, Like well, he you, did in the um, in the Spurs game when they weren't even using VAR. Yeah, but you see, <laughs> the that's, that's, how, that's how mad it is. But if it's you, bad, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, but if they you, need accountability. That's what it is. If they have to, if they get dropped up and down the league, they lose some wages. If they make bad mistakes, I'm telling you what, they'll, they'll fucking pick it up pretty quick. Yeah, but you see, in rugby union, Matt, um, I'm not a massive fan of the sport, but when you, when I do watch it, it's you very, very sound like it. it's very very transparent. Where you, you can see why he does, he's not sure. It goes through all these steps, and at the end of it, okay, you may not agree with it. But they've told you from start to finish what their thinking is and what the end result is. You may not agree with it, but you've way more answers than you have from a Premier League referee. That's the way I look at like it. Like Chris just said, that's what they're doing cricket now. Now you can hear the conversation. Mm. You can yeah, hear them saying, go, go to Snicko. I want to see hotspots. I want to see that. If you, yeah. you can hear it, so you can hear the thought process. Do you know what mm. I mean? Thought process. Because yeah. that's what people want to know. People want to know, what was you fucking thinking? Yeah. yeah. The only argument about that is, is that if he has a mic on all the time, the language that would feed into television you know fuck like the kids <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna I better it's a, not just it's, it's, a man, it's a man's game I, I better not clip that little bit of audio make some money for older hey remember the kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah if anyone's realised why we haven't any donations this week <laughs> I haven't any lost two stone for those little fuckers so I can call them whatever I want come here um, the promo the promo tweet will not be that little bit of audio okay um, you can rest assured that I'll be cutting that out afterwards probably um when Ian comes to a census. Um, right. Too much time on refs. Fuck off. Yeah, we're gone. We're disappearing off referees. Um, all right. Uh, Wednesday night, Roma. Um, I want to see where you want to go with this. Uh, Grace, I'll start with you. Um, I think the team picks sorry, itself. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Mm. Can I just say something about Mo Salah before we go on to Roma? Yeah. I think I think the game again, uh, the game yesterday is the first game I've seen where I think the goal scoring record was on his mind. I, I think he, 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 he was making poor decisions when there was other options and I genuinely think he wasn't he wasn't really using his normal thought process, you know what I mean? I think he he had that, that figure on his head, that forty seven goals or whatever. I mean it's I don't want to criticize the man because he's a legend, you know what I mean? But I in my opinion, it's the first time I've seen him make regular wrong decisions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen any of his shots or any of the game, but I disagree. 
<laughs> no, I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, and I thought I'd seen a bit of it in the Bournemouth game before he actually scored. Was he trying chips and stuff? Yeah, well, he was through on goal and he could have slipped it down the side of the keeper. And I, I haven't and seen it properly. The only thing I'll say backing him a little bit is the only, only mistakes don't go in. And for a whole season now, they've been going in. So do we want him to not try it? Because the first goal against Roma, uh, like a, a not-confident striker doesn't try that. And the second... I'd rather him have one bad game and miss a few and keep going than uh, start thinking, oh, I should maybe pass this or just put a bit of doubt, just just crack on. He's try- been trying mad stuff all season and it's working, so keep up the fucking mad stuff, even though I didn't see any of it. <laughs> no, I, I, get, I, I get your point. And it, in the first five minutes when he misses that one-on-one, he goes to the chip. I mean, I thought it was in, but I'm not I'm not asked like that. But I think, in, especially in the second half, there was maybe four or five occasions when he's in really good positions and he does, you've got to play, not so much play the percentages, but I just didn't think he was using his head properly. I think his, his mind was on other things as well. I think for me, he goes for that little chip and he's become renowned for it and probably not relying on, relying on it, but it's it's his go-to thing when keepers hit the ground, but he probably got a little tunnel vision about that. You know, the chip always works when probably just sliding it under the keeper was probably the better way to go. Um, but look, it's not even the chip. It's not even the chip. I don't mind that because he's like he's Matthew said he's scoring them before those chips. It was just his decision making in the second half. I thought, you know what I mean? It could have just been a, a, a bad day at the office. No, I, I think it was. A, I think I think how Gav said. I thought I, I did see it in the previous game. Um, what was the previous game, Gav? We uh, Bournemouth when they scored two. Now Bournemouth wasn't it, Ian? Yeah, that's right, Bournemouth. Yeah. I did suspect it then, especially when we were already coasting. But this one, I think it was just a bad day, you know. I think I think he was more on it this game. I think it was just a bad day. And, uh, you know, as I said, I think a lot of them had a couple of, you know, a couple of eyes. How many eyes have they got? But, you know, I think one eye on uh, Roma on Wednesday, I think that's have, what it was. They all have two eyes, Chris. Yeah, mm. well, and I was going to say, I was going to say they had a couple of eyes on uh, Roma. Okay. I've got three. Um I got three. Yeah, lads, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Roma. <laughs> Ian's proper giddy tonight, isn't he? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to ask him after this how many cans he's had. Um, I've had none. I'm, I'm on the uh, fizzy bonbons to blow my skull off, honestly. All right, okay. Um, Grizz. Available at all good wholesalers. You didn't buy them in a wholesaler. No, I've got them out the house yeah. I robbed him out of the Asda. Good man, good man. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the kids. And now he's like the Dawson shoplifting. It's, it's, it's an unbelievable start. Fuck the Asda. Um, what was I going to say to you? Grizz, I'm going to name you a team for uh, Wednesday night. Carius, Trent, Van Dijk, Lovren, Robertson, Wijnaldum, Milner, Henderson and the front three boys. Um, we're not veering away from that whatsoever on, on uh, Wednesday night, are we? Where's that name's the team, isn't it? Yeah, Injury. Yeah. No more team leaks. Injury. I'm, I'm going to be predicting the Roma team this week, as I've done last week. But look, um, team picks itself, doesn't it, Gav? Unless unless uh, the Trent uh, dead leg doesn't recover in time. It should do. Dead legs normally take a couple of days, three days, a couple of few, well, a few days, hopefully. But then again, wasn't Hendo suffering from a dead leg and then he missed like a whole week a didn't he he's over a year <laughs> a year yeah so hoping that it's just a, it's just nothing um, Hendo himself had a little bit of an ankle uh, twist didn't he had got treatment for a few minutes so there's a couple of uh, niggly little injuries but now injuries hopefully hopefully that's the, that's the team that goes and finishes the Italian job on Wednesday good stuff um, Matt same for you no changes to that no has to be Um the only one coming back is Lalana, isn't it? So I just hope he's on the bench because uh, we need as many as we can. One more injury and we're fucked in midfield, aren't we, really? What do you do? Um, well, can, I, can I just say... Move, if, move if Trent, Trent there and put Klein on. I was going to say, if Trent does miss, hopefully he doesn't, <clears throat> if he does miss, then the question would arise Gomez and Klein. And I think you guys Did know Klein my answer. get a second injury or no, something? No, Klein was fine. He, was, he played. He came on last 20 minutes. Did he? All right, Sam. Yeah, weird decision by Klopp that one, I did actually, to bring on Klein, that right winger. Ah, uh, he's getting the minutes before uh, Roma. Yeah, but we needed. needed a win against Stoke. But anyway, no, we didn't. That. No, but we yeah, didn't. If Trent doesn't make it, hopefully he does, should be fine. But if he doesn't, 
if it's if it's between Gomez or Klein for that right back slot, Gav, I think you know my answer. It's Klein all day long. Oh, yeah, but with that, um, with the team we've got there, we should have enough to beat Roma. Especially we've got Bubak the brain picking out uh, the, the game plans, like um, so it, <laughs> we can break them down if they if they, set, oh. if they set up if they set up uh, like they did last week. We'll have no problem. Ian, um, I presume you're in agreement with the lads with regards to this starting eleven. Um, so I'll let you run on a little bit more with it. Um, what way, if I'll ask you, what way do you think Roma may come about this? Because last week I looked at it and the three at the back was the big thing for Roma against Barca in the second leg where they tried to save a game and they went into that against Liverpool and Anfield last Tuesday night. What's that get out of jail card now? I think, I was quite outspoken about it on Twitter, I think their coach was an absolute disgrace at Anfield, like, they were set not not just that they were set up wrong, team that can happen. But he just let it go on and on and on. And you you had players like De Rossi and that screaming at the pit at the sideline changed the fucking system, do you know what I mean? We had a th- there was a through ball on every time Henderson got the ball from seventy yards out, do you know what I mean? So if he lines up, they need three goals, so if he's arrogant or stupid enough, he's gonna go three at the back again because it worked against Barcelona. If they go three versus three again, then it's game over. We'll, they won't just not score three, but we'll win the game. If they go four at the back, then they've got to they've got to go. What, what would they go? Four three. They've got to have three. Four three three. Fields. Yeah, four three three. And then they've got to go at us that way. I don't think the coach is smart enough to t- overturn this. Like, I think he'd either go. He's not smart enough to outplay us, so he'll, he'll try and do it in terms of numbers, which would mean three at the back. That's game over. And I don't think they're good enough to just try and beat us 3-0 with a normal formation. I, I've got no no concerns whatsoever about this game whatsoever. You've no concerns whatsoever about this game? No. Big. no. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, we'll score there. We'll score there. <coughs> yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything this time, Gav. Uh, Matt, that doesn't mean anything this time. They've scored two as well. Yeah, but we'll score there. We'll score there. Yeah, because you're three upgrades, and if you score one, you're far up. I think we're yeah, too it's harder up. for them to score four than it's three. So of course <laughs> it does. Matt, you're weirdo. Ian has said there that is uh, their coach was a disgrace um, last week. The way A set him up and B, the way he just didn't react. Um, and I'm I'm intrigued as to what way he goes because I don't think he he, he can't go three four or five three two. He he can't do that again in my opinion. What, you know what? He's an idiot. Watch him. Watch him go straight to the back because he's a fucking idiot. I'm calling it now. Right. Okay. Well, I hope he goes straight to the back because I think even if he no goes, like, if he goes a three-four-three, and what I mean by that is three at the back and a midfield four, and then try play two lads wide of of Jekyll, um, I think he's mad. I, I think the only way you can play against Liverpool is a is a, is a back four. You know. But Matt, um, do you think? Do you agree with Ian? Do you think this coach could be that? Naive again, or if you were the Roma manager, what? Because we know what way Liverpool are going to play. We know what we do, and we're really good at it. So if I, I'm asking you, if you were in charge of Roma here, what way would you look to get at us or set up and try make three goals back? Because okay, Grace says it doesn't count as much, but I think if we score, I think it's it's game over. Yeah, it is. Fuck Chris. The only way he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna do it. I mean, I I don't know anything about Italian football. I watch fuck all outside the Premiership really. Um, you could have taken that Italian. What? You said you could have taken another Italian, but you just don't know anything about football. Not just okay. Italian football. Um, the only way to get us set pieces, you, you just hope that if you're an opposing coach, you just hope that Lovren fucks up. You target him, you target Trent, you get Zeko on the up on the left, and you put a couple of players around him, and you play second balls. That's the only way he's going to beat us. If he goes three at the back, I mean... I, I was so shocked when I saw the team out. I thought he'd be putting five at the back, and he didn't. He pushed them four backs up so far. It was it played got, into our hands. Got, but they, act, they actually beautiful. got they actually got plenty of possession and plenty of room. In fairness, they did because we Mane and, and Salah gambled and said, "No, we'll just sit on your centre half and we trust yeah. their lads to look after, it and one ball is going to kill you." Well, what he hoped for um, was uh, it would force Salah and Mane back. That's what he hoped because you look at the first half of City. And that's what they did, and it forced ours back. But then, they—it must have been something from Klopp or something, because it was just stay up there, 
hoof the ball up to him and just just play in that space, and it worked out perfect. If they if they did track back like they usually would, then yeah, it, it would have been a sound plan. The fact that we were brave and just said, "Stay up there, we'll put you in space," and it, and it worked perfectly. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we shouldn't have a prop. The only way we're going to have an issue is if we revert to the norm and start having uh, defensive issues. That's the only way we'll have an issue. If they keep it tight how, how they have been doing, then we'll be fine. Do, do you know what, right? Early, I think they'll go three at the back because it worked against Barca, and I think that's just the type of coach he is. He's an idiot. But if they don't, and they go four at the back, they're playing Kolarov at left-back. Either way, they're fucked. Do you know what I mean? Kolarov's decent going forward, but he can't defend and he's slow. Mohamed Salah is going to put himself between one, one Jesus and Kolarov and he's just going to get the same stuff all over again. I've got no concerns. I was more concerned against City because City are actually a good side with a good coach. The funny, thing is- the funny thing is, your shoulder pads. But the, the main, the main <laughs> thing the is... The elbows are funnier. The main thing is, they, they've got all right players. Don't get me wrong, they've got some good players. Like, Jekyll's unreal and uh, Manolis is all right, but Salah made them look shit. The Rossi's a legend, but he's getting on. But the coach is awful. Klopp, it, there's no comparison between coaches. After 20 minutes at Anfield, they were, they were the better side. But Klopp got onto it. Our players are intelligent, intelligent enough to get onto it. And we adapted. And their coaches sat there for another 70 minutes and let the game run away. And exactly the same will happen. They may get a gold start, but it'll all be blood and thunder. There'll be no thinking behind it. Uh, he's a prick. Okay. I, I reckon... A big part of it as well. I thought Genie came on and he was absolutely excellent. Yeah, he, cha- he changed the game. Brilliant. He broke the line the worry every is, time if, he got it. it. The worry is, if he's starting, it's an away game. And we we know what he's like in away games. If he goes missing, then we could, we could struggle in midfield because they have got a powerful midfield. Like, they have. They it, have. I, I, don't, it, I, don't, I don't think they're going to play through. To... Sorry, go on. Well, well, no, I go ahead. What, what are you guessing? No, no, I was just going to say, all three of them in the middle needs to be on their game. All three of them. Hey, do you remember that time on, about 14 podcasts ago when Grizz let someone finish a point before he put it in? Oh, I remember amazing. that was. We, we, should, we should put you that know, on the best you know, pod. The He's the same with other people's chocolate bars. He never lets them finish it. <laughs> uh, well, listen, come here, Grizz. Um, what was I going to say to you? Matt is saying about set pieces and he's saying about Jekyll pulling on to Lovren and stuff like that. And that's probably came from the goal last week. Um for me I think Roman in the first 20 minutes of the game gave everything he had and we're still nil all bar a weird fucking save from Carrius where I don't know whether the ball moved or he just fucking closed his eyes I don't know but for me they get they get a goal where I think Lovren um, he, he misunderstands what he has to fucking do and then there's a, a dodgy penalty Grizz for you if, if you were in charge of Roman how can you misunderstand the header no, I think he, I think he was. What I mean, what he I means mean, the situation. I mean, I mean the situation. Was, if, he, if he'd have stayed high, if he stays high in that in that situation, I think Jekyll's probably offside. I think, but if he drops and keeps dropping, don't jump, just keep dropping. He probably shepherds the ball over a goal kick or, or, or for Carrius. But he, he's in, he's in between. He really he realizes in between and then goes for a header and that's what's wrong. Go finish and all he's that. Got, he's got he's got previous for jumping like a salmon and missing the header by miles, any? Yeah. Does he? Yeah, he does, he does, but that's what I'm saying. So, let's be honest, one mistake and a dodgy kind of penalty decision. Other than that, I don't think Roma were over dangerous, to be honest. And they were way too open, like, fucking way too open for a champion, for a professional football team to be that open, never mind the situation it was in, was criminal. Grizz, would you be the one, would you be one for sitting back and letting them come at you and see if you can hit them on the break? Or do you try to go out and play an actual game and pose yourself and go and win the game and win it early? There's no, there's only, there's only one way we know of playing, and uh, that's exactly what we're going to do. I, I think there's no, I think they're such a slow team. There was, there's not going to be no way they're going to try to play through us. I don't think they're going to play um, sort of this, uh, this three five two or whatever it was three. Five. I think they're going to go proper British old school four four two. I think they're going to play Jekko and um, that Patrick shit up front. And they're going to just play long because they are too slow to play through us and beat us with pace. They've got no pace in midfield, no pace at the back. What they have got is physical brute strength, which, which we, which we bypassed. We, I mean, as Ian says, their, their coach. That was probably one of the most naivest performances from a coach in a semi-final I've 
ever seen. Because he re- he tried to replicate the same tactics he'd done against Barcelona in the quarters, was it? Or qualifying? No, quarters, sorry. And what he'd done was try to fucking put Strootman and Nangalan like what he'd done to Iniesta and Busquets. Well, A, we haven't got Iniesta and Busquets. And B, our coach is too smart to fall for that trap. And we totally bypassed in midfield and just kept hitting that space in behind the three centre-backs. If he's a prick, then he'll play that again. I think he surely can't. And as Ian says, if he doesn't, Kolarov's playing left-back in a flat-back four. So either way, and our wingers will roast them because there's just not enough pace in their team to play through us. They will play a very physical, they will bring a very physical, robust approach to the game. We just got to match them physically and let the football do the talking. Again, it's going to be like where sort of we got to weather that storm, blood and thunder, Roma, the fans are going to be absolutely jam-packed in. There's going to be a proper high-octane temperature, like uh, 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 atmosphere. We've got to ride out that 20 minutes and then our football should take take us through. Our, 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 our players are good enough to adjust and get that goal, as you say, and then hopefully kill off the tie. But it's going to be it's going to be physical. It's not going to be no. They're not going to try play intricate triangles behind us and and and, and sort of patterns. Now it's going to be pure blood and thunder and Kolarov getting those crosses into those two big strikers. All right. Um, right. Let's go for it. Um, predictions, Grizz. I'll stay with you. I want a prediction for the score on the night. Two two. Two two. I don't even know why I asked. Uh, Grizz uh, is going 2-2. Matt, what are you going for? Ah, shit. When Matt's nervous, fuck's sake, that makes us nervous. You fucking hell. 2 2 2 I'll tell you what course as a football club if he's agreeing with him. Fuck me. Ian, give us your prediction for the game on the night. 3-1 to us. They are shite. Okay. Maybe 3-2. What's it? Comfortable. Okay, I'm going to go... 4-2 Liverpool on the night. Fucking hell. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I went far off. They'll be I, wide open again. Uh, because I tell you... Um, I, I got well, they kind of have to be, innit? Yeah. Yeah, I go more towards what Ian's saying with results-wise because, yeah, I agree with you if you ride out 20 minutes um, and, as Matt said, then if you if they're going to be physical and you can deal with set pieces, they're going to get more and more desperate. And then the players that Ian has spoken about, they come into the game. And the reason they come into the game is because they're the ones that can be exposed, uh, collar off, etc. And I think Roma chasing a game after 55 against us is is fucking suicidal, to be perfectly honest with you. I think we win 4-2 on the night. I think we go through easy. And I think we play Madrid in the final. Um, We've praised praised Virgil van Dijk kind of since he's been here. But I think tomorrow... Well, tomorrow, Wednesday, is the big, big litmus test where we want to see Virgil van Dijk put in a, a proper centre-back, captain almost, you know, performance, like performance, because he will be needed. There will be aerial bombardment, I tell you that for a fact. I think... And, Vir- I think, and, and sorry, Virgil, Virgil's got to stand up and be counted. Along, yeah, I, obviously, with the side with Lovren. I who, think, who, who I know, we said he mis- <laughs> misread that ball, right? Let me yeah, finish. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were finishing a bit. Don't interrupt them, Gav. Fucking hell, don't be rude. Don't be rude and interrupt. Sorry, but uh, you know, you know, we said we he misread he misread the the flight of the ball. I actually think he was very good. Bar that mistake, I know that's off. That's the most common phrase with Lovren. Bar that one mistake, but he was very good. Um, Again, Trent's got to be strong at right back, and I think we should be fine. Go get Gav. I don't even know what I was going to say now. To be perfectly honest with you. Um, Which is something about Virgil elbow no, pads? No, no, it wasn't about elbow pads or, or um, shoulder pads. Um, I have heads, shoulders, knees, and toes. Is the song in my head now? <laughs> I can't get it out. <laughs> um, but no, what I was going to say to you was, yeah, I agree with you on Van Dijk and Lovren, and, and I think the key for me is going to be the midfield three because they are going to dictate how we play, get the ball to the front men, but also they're going to be the men you're going to rely on for the second balls if they're coming in from the likes of Kolarov, etc. They're the three lads that have to mop everything up. Whether it falls around that box, they need to be on top of it. But I think between us all, we're all, going, we're all saying we're going through. There's no, um, there's no doubt about that, I don't think. Um, last topic, um, last football topic, is um, this top four. Um, I, just want to, I just want to touch back on it again. Um, I want to see what you think we'll do against Chelsea and Brighton. Um, and 
Yeah, just confirm that you're, you're happy enough we're going to make top 14. I'll come to you first. Chelsea away um, next weekend. And then we have a week's break to Brighton. And then we've, you know, all going well. Champions League final will then be, what, another week after that? Two weeks after that? Yeah, um, 13 days, yeah. Yeah. Ian, Chelsea away, Brighton at home. How many points do you reckon we take from it? And seven. Seven. Good stuff. Okay, seven nah, points. Sorry, go on, finish your question. I went on, it's ten. No, no, um, I just wanted to see how many points you think we take from these two games. And, yes, and just confirm, yeah, you think we'll secure top four and nice and easy. Uh, yeah, I do think we'll secure it. I think we'll take four points from those two games. Okay. We can afford to, we can afford to go full throttle now, full team, full out. There's enough gap in between fixtures bar and injuries, which you can't really legislate for, so you just got to go. If we get our points against Chelsea, then we can fucking rest everyone against Brighton, and Klopp can just work for the best part of two weeks on, on beating Madrid. Alright, Matt, um, how many points do you reckon? Same, four, but I also, I, I don't think it will need it anyway. I think Chelsea will lose, maybe Newcastle. They've Newcastle away, don't they? Yeah, they've, what have they got? Three games left now? Yeah, they got us, Huddersfield. Huddersfield at home, Newcastle away in the last game. Newcastle away in the last game. I think Newcastle get a, uh, get a something out of them there. Right, Points okay. each. But the only thing is, with Newcastle being safe... Um, yeah, but it's Rafa. Yeah, that's true as well. Uh, Grizz, what do you reckon? How many points? Three points. I think we'll lose to Chelsea. And I think we'll beat Brighton at home. Three points, stand and dusted. I don't, I don't think Chelsea will drop any points. They've run into a nice bit of form. Yeah, nice little farewell for Conte. Nice little farewell for Conte. So I think they've... I mean, we shouldn't have given them this sort of hope. And I think this hope sort of driven them on as well kind of thing. They've like, oh, OK, there is a gap that sort of diminishing week by week. You know, it's been a bit unfortunate when it comes to sort of reducing that, that, that we haven't secured it already. But we, we we get top four. There's no problem with that. There's no issue. OK. Um, sorry, I did say it was the last... I, I think we get... Um, I take three points. I'd... You know, three points does it. I don't give a fuck who we get them against. Get beat Chelsea and lose to Brighton. I don't care. Once we get three points, and we, we knock her on the head. Um, I did say it was the last football topic. It's not. Um, the last football topic is Bobby Firmino. Um, Ian, I'll come back to you. Firmino signs a new long-term deal today. I don't know whether you've seen the footage, but he just strolls into a room, looks away from the paper. Signs the fucking thing without looking at it, walks out and starts whistling Ale, Ale, Ale as he goes out the door. Um, delighted to see him sign the contract. I presume you feel the same. Yeah, I, I said last year he's Liverpool's most important player and the first name on a team sheet. A couple of people give me shit. Of course he is. Our whole team revolves around him up front, do you know what I mean? And apart from the fact that he's brilliant, he's. Uh, when was the last time we had a character like him? Like a real just off-the-wall crazy bastard who everyone loves, do you know what I mean? Against Roma, you've got Salah putting his hands up, showing respect, and then you've got Bobby karate-kicking over his head yeah. behind him. Karate-kicking, you know, I'm like, even, even hearing those, even hearing that's that out loud, it's mental, but he does it every fucking week, he's boss, boss. Um, I think he's, he's a perfect club player. Perfect. And I've, I said a while ago, I don't think you'd have to worry about him wanting to go to Barca or somewhere like that, because he's not a your typical South American. He left Brazil before anyone even knew who he was. He was, he was at Hoffenheim and no one in Brazil had heard of him. So I think he's he's tailor-made for a Klopp side. He's here as long as Klopp's here. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's it's brilliant news. Just talking about that, where Salah's showing respect and he's uh, doing ninja karate kicks in the back uh, behind him. The, I've seen a great gift today of um, when he does it, whatever angle it's at, there's a girl behind the... There's a girl actually in the front row and you can see her turning to the guy beside her with this big open mouth expression going, what the fuck is he at? Um, as, soon as, as soon as he nearly... <laughs> he needs a fucking song. That's yeah. what he needs. Yeah, he's absolutely... Um, but, Matt, um, it just says long-term deal. Um, I think his contract was up in 2020, so you're probably looking probably two, three years on top of that. Um, there was a lot Five of rumour. Five years, isn't it? So it's 2023, it's going. Is it? Yeah, OK. So there's, there's a lot of rumour going around about what he was looking for, his goal bonuses and all. I'm of the opinion you just pay it. Um, money doesn't matter anymore. Just pay it. If he's worth that much to the side. Um, are you over the moon with this one, Matt? Yeah, it's big big club shit, that, in it? Just go out 180 for your player. Um 
uh, I'd be devastated if he lost. Uh, I've loved him for ages. He's, he's just he's just fun, isn't he? And I'm so happy for him for getting the start and getting on the goals and the assists now and 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 play. It. People are starting to properly rate him. Uh, he he deserves it because he works so hard for the team. We spoke about this at the end of last season. He even even when he doesn't score, he offers you so much. Even on his off day, he gives the team so much that it doesn't matter. He can have an off day. He can have an off few games, and it still doesn't matter because he still assists. He'll still work for the team, and he's perfect. I'm I'm absolutely made up. Chris, um... I I would I would sell Salah before I'd sell Firmino. <laughs> I'm not selling any of them. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If, if you said to me, you've got to sell one to balance the books, I'd sell Salah. Bobby yeah. needs a song, though. Yeah, yeah, we, we need to walk on a song. Actually, well, a, guy, a, got, a guy sent yeah, a song, didn't he? That's it. We've oh, got one of our listeners. Jessica Lyon. That one. Yeah. Was it, was it the guy with the guitar? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, I couldn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> you couldn't understand so what you were saying. I get you the words. At least it's not there. That other girl who was, um, what was she singing? Ali, Ali, Ali. Oh, <laughs> Ali's yeah, a yeah. so good one. If you see that on the keyboard. Chris having a breakdown. Chris having a breakdown. Chris, Ian's mentioned, uh, sorry, Matt's mentioned there 180 grand a week. Um, but I don't see where the argument comes from. The guy's on 27 goals for this season. Is he on 13 assists on top of that? Um, it's numbers in around that. Um, I agree with Ian. I think he's. He, he, I think he's. You're nearly building the team around him. I think Salah is the superstar of the season, but for me, that makes everything tick. Grizz, um, how happy are you, with, are you with this one? Oh, over the moon, man. Uh, he's probably. He's just just about still my favourite player. He's absolutely fantastic. Everything about him, and we often sort of. You know, sometimes we ask, we, we often question, is that player really worth that amount of wage, high wage? But he's one player, as Matt says, fucking give him what you want. Give him what you, give him what you want. He's worth every single penny, man, I tell you. Uh, um, you know, he's, he deserves it. He's a leader as well. He's, a, he's an absolute force of nature as well. He's a fucking freak in terms of his endurance and his work rate. And he's added the goals and assists to that as well. He's, he's, as he says, perfect clock player. You can't if you molded uh, a perfect, you know, like a perfect clock player. He's it. It's Bobby Firmino. Yeah, he's chuffed the, a bits. He's the facilitator to um. He's the facilitator to everything we do. Um, the, the walk on back, like the amount of tackles he puts in is fucking criminal, to be perfectly honest with you. And um, now I have got head, shoulders, knees, and toes in my head. Now I just have Farmer Bolton keeper, yes, you'll see Yaska in my head now. Um, just to let us know what goes on in my brain during podcast. Um, Chris, you got onto me earlier and you said, oh, I've got news. And I said, what is it? And you said, I'm not telling you until the podcast. So come on, give us your news. What have you got? No, no, I, I had the next bit. I said, it's nothing major. Can I go for groundbreaking. a couple of yeah. It's uh, no, no, it's just it's just following on with the contract. In the morning. Following for, <laughs> following on from the contract of Bobby Firmino, uh, it will be closely followed by um, Mane and Ginny Wijnaldum. Yeah, I mean everyone's everyone's chuffed to bits about the Mane and Bobby and Salah securing. I think it's also important that we secure sort of because uh, you you can tell. I mean, when Ginny's on his game, when Ginny plays like Clarence Sadoff, he's fucking awesome, isn't he? Just like he played against the in the, in the last game against Juve, I thought he was one of his best. Juve against um, Roma, fantastic performance. And I think uh, Ginny, des- I think he's deserving. I know he's, he splits. He splits opinion, but I think he's deserving of a new contract as well. So I think Mane and uh, Ginny Wijnaldum will be the next to sign that new contract. But the news I told you about was in the morning, and it's fucking. I, I tweeted it since then. The the under twenty ones gig, uh, uh, um, Zabi Alonso is the, the man they want. Eighteens or twenty one? Under under t- under eighteens. I beg your pardon. Fuck okay. the kids. Fuck the kids. Stop saying it. We just for fuck's sake. Um, I've enough editing to deal with Ian already, fucking Robin Asdas and all sorts of shit. If you, hey, if you use fuck the ticks as a... Fuck, fuck the kids oh, as a tagline. Fuck the if you, if you use it as a tagline, <laughs> make sure you put a comma That's after me. fuck. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't make it sound like it's an instruction to go out and grab a kid. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Ian Watkins, You said fuck the ticks there, how we do that as well. You, went, you got all confused. Yeah, I did. Um, you were like Chris's brother there for a second, Joey. Um, 
Right, so so we have Wijnaldum and we have Mane, I think you said, and you have um, you have Alonso being lined up as 18s manager. That would be lovely, though, wouldn't it? Alonso, yeah, can, can, what can, do you guys I just, think? can I get your reaction quickly on, on this talk of Jarrah going to Rangers? Um, Matt, for you, is it is it a good move for him? Because that club, for me, is a ticking time bomb that can just explode any minute and it'll be fucking a nightmare. Ah, the club's a bit of a mess, isn't it? Yeah. It's a mad one. He probably he's, he's probably been given assurances. Uh, he probably sees it as a bit of a challenge. Assurances have been made. Let me add. <sighs> if it, if he doesn't do anything, then I don't think it hurts him too much. He's just going to get Scottish top flight. Uh, bit of experience. It's not okay. the worst thing. It's not going to. Da- it won't, it won't the, damage him. You the don't think? Thing, it would piss off a load of fans. It, the ones who um, are that way inclined. Yeah, I know. Ian, um, for you, is it not a good bits. experience for him to go? Um, or sh- should he have kept a little bit longer at the 18th? No, it's a massive jump been, like from 18th yeah, to, to a, a it, club that size. Not really, not with the standard. Do you know what I mean? If he was going, uh, if he was going to Spain or something, then I'd be worried for him. But he's going to Scotland, where even if he finishes second every year for the next five years, they'll still say he's done an all right job. Yeah, but it's the expectation, I think, more than anything else. Well, because because. Believe it or not, Rangers fans expect to win the league. Well, the, That's the way they are. they're idiots. But it's a good move. It's a good move taking Gary Mack. Yeah, that's a good move. And he's also got got his ties in with us, so it could work out well for us in the loan, the loan aspect. You know what I mean? We could give them a couple of players a season. Yeah, and we know he'll work, he'll work them well. We so get, a, Jordan, we get he, needs, he needs experience, doesn't he? <laughs> from a pure from a pure selfish perspective, a Liverpool's perspective, fair enough. Go for it. I mean, he was only thinking about the MK Don's job last year. Which one would you rather take? Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's, he's in my in my opinion, he's in a, he's in a win-win. Mm. There's just there's been an awful lot of talk from I suppose certain areas of the club that you know Stevens there and he's under 18s manager and you know there's, there's talk of moving up and moving up and possibly 23s and then probably into the backroom staff of the fourth team. And within, what, a year of him taking the 18's job, all of a sudden he's gone to do a manager's job. It, it just seems a bit a bit strange. Well, he, he does need... There's a big difference between 18's and first team, uh, and he needs the experience. And why not? It's a big club. The expectations are there, so he'll feel the pressure. It's, it is a mad one, but you can kind of see the reasons why he's done it. Yeah, OK. Um, Grizz, have you any other news for us? No, no, not at the moment. No. Sure. Yep. Okay. All right. Just wanted to check. Right. Um, last topic. Um, I'm just going to put some up on the screen here. And before any is, you, you probably won't realise what this is. The lads here. I don't know if they're watching their phones while this is going on. But I'm just going to put up a picture, and it's a picture of a tree. There it is. Um, that tree is a tree from out the Ian Ian's back, and um, Ian's Ian, back. That Ian, tree's grown out Ian's, of Ian's, Ian's back. backyard. Um, no, it's not grown out of Ian's fucking back. <laughs> Um, but it's grown out. It's grown out Ian's back garden. Ian had a little. Um, I don't know. Was it, would you call it confrontation, Ian? Yesterday, it was on the verge. I think he come round looking for one. And how did it go? Well, it was Saturday afternoon. I'm chilling out. Jeremy, you know wait just just before the Chelsea game, and some random lad knocks up me out. We've never seen in my life. He's like, "All right, I live at number." Fuck it, I don't know, 25B or something. I'm like, all right, Sam. Uh, and then he goes, you've got a big tree at the bottom of your garden and it's hanging over into my garden. So I just went, sand. Do you know what I mean? And then he goes, and there's birds in it and they're shitting in my garden. And I just went, he went, what, what are you going to do about it? And I just went, would you like me to talk to the birds? So then he just stared at me for a bit and I was like, I, I genuinely don't know what you want me to do here, fella. And he goes, well, we've only lived there a week, and me, me baby's going to get sick with all the bird shit. Now, you can see from that tree... Is his baby living me, down the back of the garden? <laughs> well, if you can see if you can see a single bird in that tree, that black mark on it is a, a mark on my phone. Yeah. You know I mean? it's, not a, not a, it's not a net. So I just went... It's a great picture, to be fair. I put it back up there. It's good, didn't it? Yeah. I went, you've only, you've, only, uh, you've only lived there a week. I went, you know what I mean? Is your fucking kid eating it? I, was, I, I just don't get it. So then he's like, uh, well... I want you to I want you to chop it down. 
Yeah. And I was like, mate, it's a it's a fifty foot oak tree. You should have thrown put a knife into the I'll start right like, away. Go, I'm on it. <laughs> and he goes, Well, we shouldn't have to put up with it. I, I don't like your tree or something. And I was like, Well, didn't 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 you see it before you moved in? And he was like, Yeah, but I didn't realise birds landed in it. So I was like, well, where the fuck do you think birds land? Do you know what I mean? They don't live in a fucking pensioner flat. So he just stood there for a bit. I just said, listen, you're welcome to chop this tree down, uh, chop overhanging branches down in your garden. By all means, go nuts. Or, or just stop sitting your kid under the tree like some sort of fucking William Tell wannabe. Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> Remember Grizz used to sit kids. under the trees reading books in the back? Yeah, it's fucking... fucking. <laughs> so then, do you remember that? I'm, do- I'm going to do that this summer as well. Grizz, when was the last time you sat under the tree reading the book? It's been a while. What was that about? Yeah. He, 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 he was having that. that conversation, but he just went, yeah, on summer's nights, I like to go over to Hyde Park and <laughs> relax under a tree, read a book. And we were like, what the Therapeutic. Fuck it's proper therapeutic. Try that sometime, drink, lads. Drink Pims. <laughs> yeah. You should have told your neighbours to fuck the kids. Do you reckon, I reckon, Grace, see, see that jumper? I reckon you just, you know, tie the arms around your neck and then I hang down your back when you're going to do that in the park. Would you? Is that what you do? Now, listen, you, you guys underestimate the power of reading a book under a tree on a summer's night. It's absolutely therapeutic. It's beautiful. I'm going to try that again this summer. Okay. This sun. All right. Sorry, Ian. Continue with your, with your, with your actual tree story. Uh, <laughs> your real no, one. No, uh, yeah, my real one. Yeah, so, so we just stood there. I told them, listen, I'm not chopping it down. It's a ridiculous request. Behave. So then he started being a bit antsy, and I went, all right, change your attitude in the in my own nice way. Do you know what I mean? So change your fucking just, attitude, you prick. You change, change. Uh, no, I said to him, if I was you, I'd change your attitude now because he was starting to annoy me. And I could hear the Chelsea game just kicked off as well. So then, a bit more to and fro, and so then I, he just stood there and stared at me for a bit. So I just went in, shut the door, <laughs> yeah. and he just stayed there looking at the door for like. That's because it's made out of wood. Your door's made out of wood and he's anti-wood. <laughs> and he's just staring at it for Someone else said that he looks stumped. <laughs> so he, he knocked again. So I just opened the door and I just went, this is where you leave. <laughs> yeah. And he, he just he just got off. But I you went should have let him out the back door so he could climb no. the tree and jump into his own garden. Then. Well, I went in the back garden today and I, he was halfway up at three with a fucking... With like a, a like a moody like pound stretcher saw, so I just me and Brian were in the garden just laughing at him, and he was stood on me back fence. Me back fence was wobbling, yeah. Uh, and he he snarled at me a bit, like so. I just said, uh, "Watch me fence flower," and he just snarled at me and got off. So <laughs> I can see this running tree gate. Get on yeah. the thread. Good Stop stuff. And, and you just reminded us when uh, Chris said he head under a tree after he went for a jog. <laughs> Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. That's right. Jogging, yeah. And got off and went, just started reading. He used to go jogging with uh, an Ian a Blighton book in his back pocket, and then he just get under the tree and read it. What really happened is he, he passed out mid-jog and, f- and fucking woke up on a newspaper, and he just made up a story. <laughs> Grace, you're a madman. Come here, Grace, um, you look like um, you wouldn't get into a confrontation with any neighbours. Have you ever got nah, any weird ones, no? No, nah, we're good as gold with our neighbours. Um yeah. Yeah, proper nice. Give them sort of, you know, load of isn't curries. You, isn't your neighbour you auntie? Sp- <laughs> Sp- <laughs> Sp- <laughs> exchange gifts at Christmas. Is that the one that's seen me naked? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Nice. Oh, no, no. This, yeah, it's a different one. No, but is we're that the one you wear around neighbors. naked and wear neighbors. yourself? See, the thing is, yeah, one of them is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh, no, could you know what? The thing with, with London neighbours is it's, it's difficult to keep up because a lot of people have sold their property and moved out into the countryside. So I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I couldn't. If there was a lineup <laughs> hey, of my neighbours... Do you get a lot of neighbours moving away from you really quickly? Do you know, have, you, a, have, you not, have you not seen the correlation? Yeah. There's a pattern here. <laughs> it's that fucking jumper. But, uh, but no, if, if, if you put my neighbours up in a lineup on the left... Uh, the ones on the left, I, I, I couldn't recognise them, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be able to pick them out. Which one? But the ones on the right, the Irish lot, they're lovely, good as gold, they are. You're only afraid of them. That's they're, the ones that, they're the ones that I nick the Christmas lights off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so the ones they, on they, the they, left they, the ones on the left don't celebrate Christmas. No. There you no, go. I don't, so know, I don't know, know what they celebrate. Yeah, exactly, I had to go to them. But, yeah, good as gold, my neighbours. It's got to be. Love thy neighbour. 
Good stuff. Matt, have you anything anything ever happened to you with a neighbour, no? Um, yeah, a little bit. Well, well when we were sorry, younger... Sorry, I rephrased that. Has anyone in that block that you live in come down after a Saturday night when you spent on the balcony and had a word with you? <laughs> no, but he has actually uh, offered to come down. But no, th- this is when I was younger. We we live next to a proper, proper, moody, psycho neighbour. You know, the fucking nut jobs who just, who just lose it. Well, like here... Uh, so there used to be my house, then this psycho, then a patch of grass we all used to play footy on. I'm talking like when we're 12 here, and then my mate used to live on the other side of the grass. So anyway, he used to, your ball went over, it's getting stabbed. Oh, <laughs> he, he was that, he was that, yeah, that mad. I knew one of them. We found, uh, he used to hate the ball hitting his fence. We used to try and keep it off, we weren't knobheads, we used to try and keep it off. And uh, he used to hate, if it touched the fence, he used to fucking go mental. One time he stuck fucking nails out the fence, sticking the other way, and I was I was one of the old, oldest out the lads. And I was like twelve, and his, his kids there like five to eight, fucking nails sticking out like four inches on their ankle, uh, ankle height as well, and he used to paint them brown so you couldn't see it in the fucking <laughs> hell. He was mad. So one time I was fucking well annoyed at him. He he, he burst me uh, me mitre, <clears throat> so I went up, uh, and he had like a conservatory at the back. So, got a pair of undies, and I, I got a, I wiped my arse to get a skiddy on them, and I threw them onto his fucking conservatory. Right, <laughs> I thought, ah, that'll teach him, they'll, they'll never know. Next thing, his wife comes out, um, <laughs> I think, to me mum, I think your Matthews dropped something out the window, <laughs> and she has to go round to the room and get them off. <laughs> I was like, no, it wasn't me, mum. <laughs> fucking size 12. Would your name written on the tag? Yeah, pro- property of Matthew Roberts on the inside of his bills. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, like, it's so not me to do that. I don't even know why I've done it. Oh, shout well, you, you say that, mate, but I, you've given about four stories on this podcast now that are all shit related. Yeah. You've got a problem. It wasn't yeah. like you when you were 12, but you grew, you grew into it. You grew into the role as you got older. I was bullied. All right. Right, lads, um, we're well over time. we leave it there. Um, that's been the Fatback 4. Just to recap, um, pin tweet on the Trippers uh, timeline for the Fatback 4 challenge. Everything, um, all money is going to all the Hay Children's Hospital. Disregard what Ian has said about everyone on this podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, mate, <laughs> Steve Highway has called him Skiddyings. <laughs> Skiddyings, sorry. Um, but now, Skiddyings, that's his new name. <laughs> all, all money going to um, all money going to uh, all the Hay Children's Hospital. Um, as I said earlier, um, the lad that was that was Sean Cox that was hurt at the game again. We just want to say from the four of us that we hope he makes a full recovery. Um, the the day trippers will be doing a pod, I think, live after the game on Wednesday night. Um, Jamie will probably be back with his tactics board on Friday. We'll be back next Sunday after the Chelsea game. Um, have a great week. Um, enjoy the game Wednesday. And uh, hopefully Grizz won't ever wear anything like that ever again. Over and out. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Coles has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. (laughs) You love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.